This is Donnell Davis. Welcome to the Soften Podcast for Divine Feminine Leaders. To soften is to receive fully all of who you are, to own your dark side so it doesn't own you. Your dark is your divinity awakening to radically know yourself. Together, we will restore majesty on this earth. Your queendom awaits. It's been a while since I've gotten to hang out with you guys, and I'm super excited to come in and say hello and dive into a really fun topic that has been really alive for me this month, which has been relationships. Um, If you follow my soul cast and energy report, we had this kind of energy of new love beginning and really stepping deeply with, you know, the Mercury retrograde that was in Libra, looking at our relationships, reviewing, reevaluating, and then moving into Scorpio season, which is about death and rebirth. We just have all this like really rich energy that I feel like wants to be looked at. And so I thought I would um, go there and, and do that with you all because I'm so curious how this month has played out for you in in that area. And so, you know, when it comes to relationship work, it's obviously not just about like your significant other. It's about all the relationships that you have in your life, family, um, health, business, finances. So you in relationship to the important things in your life. And so one of the things that really has been very present, I feel like for everybody this month, just with everything that's going on right now in the world is our relationship to self. When I work with people that really want to step into their next level of leadership, instead of having them always focus outside of themselves, I always ask for them to go internal and to look at what's present within them. And it starts with our relationship to ourselves, right? Because if we're going to be having really amazing, epic relationships with other people, we have to be willing to know our edges, to know where we need to tend to our own inner garden, um, to pull out the weeds, to, you know, maybe kind of toil the soil to make sure that it's, it's fertile to grow new things. And so there's just such an opportunity always in relationships with others and ourselves to, to see things and the beauty of external relationships with other people is there's such an incredible mirror. And so I really want to, you know, kind of dive into this because I think it's interesting, a, a thing that's been coming, um, really alive for me is this thought of soul work, right? But not from the ego, but from spirit. And what that is essentially is our ego wants us to work on certain things in our lives, right? It's like, okay, I want to be better in my business. So I'm going to go seek out the things that are going to help me be better in my business. And that's great because there's a, you know, specific reason that you're doing that. And it's really important. But spirit-led soul work is really when life is presenting you with an opportunity to work on something 
and it's through resistance and it's through sometimes difficulty and it's those things that are showing up in your field you know your energy field i should say that are begging to be a pay, you know paid attention to and i kind of always laugh because sometimes i always think of um you know a kid in a classroom where there's the kid that, you know, the teacher asks the question and there's the kid that's like raising their hand. It's like, hey, hey, me, me over here, pick me over here. And then sometimes there's the kid in the back of the room that, you know, wants to be picked, but it's a little bit more subtle energy. It's a little bit more quiet. So sometimes we'll have things in our life where it's just begging for our attention and we have to focus on it, you know, and, and take care of it. But other times there's a more subtle theme that's running through our lives. And this month, It'll be interesting to hear how relationship was for you. And was it the, the loud kind of noisy, boisterous energy in your life that something was either falling apart, maybe something was begging to be shifted or changed, or maybe it was, you know, something more subtle and quiet, but all relationships start with ourselves and it's such an interesting concept because you hear it all the time where people are like more self-love um, and, and uh, you know, claim your self-worth and all these things. And what does that even mean sometimes? And I really believe that we are inherently worthy. We don't have to do anything. We already are that, right? And when we think about self-love, isn't it always in relationship to life? I mean, aren't we always what we say yes to, what we say no to, what feels like a fuck yes in our body, what feels like a, oh my God, no, you know, just paying attention to all these things and really honoring your boundaries and really tending to the garden of your life. Because if you know what you want in your life, right? And you set out and have these intentions, but yet you're willing to leak energy and do things that are taking you away from your dreams. Isn't that a form of self-sabotage? You know, so when we start to think of self-love, I, I, a lot of times I think about it, like, where are the places that we're leaking energy? Where are the places that we are denying maybe the truth of our souls? And when we step into leadership, we have to realize that we're not here to make everybody else happy. A lot of times I think people look at other people that maybe are really good with their nose and their boundaries and think, oh my gosh, that person, you know, maybe they seem a little bit more reserved or maybe they're not as open with their calendar for other people. Um, maybe they're not willing to jump on the phone as soon as their friend is calling because they know that if they get on that phone call, they're not going to get their work done or whatever. But it's really having a sacred relationship with self. So this month, we've just been given this opportunity to look at that. Where are the energy leaks in your life? Where are you saying yes when you really want to say no? And what are your boundaries? Because how do we have epic relationships with other people if we don't know what our own non-negotiables are? And really 
look at the ways that life is trying to get our attention with all of that. And it's interesting to me because a lot of times I will have women that I work with come to me and they're like, I really want to love myself more. I really want to feel more confident. And I, and I ask them, well, what, what does that look like? You know, what would that look like in, in your life? And maybe it's achieving the next step in their work career. Maybe it's getting the relationship that they want, right? So they're setting all these intentions. And I always think we have to be intentional with how we're living. And so they're setting these intentions. And then life does this interesting thing. When you really say, I want this, like I am claiming that I want this type of life or this thing in my life, a really cool thing happens. <laughs> and <laughs> I have to laugh because I have a, a really, I've done this many, many times, but um, the universe will rearrange everything so that you can start to have that thing you want. But the thing that's getting in the way of it is what really shows up loud and clear. And it's the resistance in your life. And so going back to self-love and relationship to self, when you decide to embark on a journey to live your most fucking epic life, right? You will meet up with your resistance. You will have those shadowy parts of yourself rear their ugly head and show themselves to you. And you'll be like, what the hell is happening? I feel like everything's falling apart before I'm even getting to what I want. And the truth is it, it might need to. In order for you to have the things that you want, you can't necessarily show up the same. Well, you can't, right? You can't have something different in your life if you're continuing to have the same thoughts and patterns that you had of the past. It's, you can't get there with the same thinking and feeling. You have to switch it up. And that is an act of self-love because it's the unknown and there's uncertainty with behaving in, in different ways. But when you let spirit lead you in your soul work, life is going to, it, it goes back to what I was saying, when you set those intentions, the things that are in the way of it are going to show themselves to you and spirit, God, divine, whatever you want to call it, is always giving you the opportunity to have the thing that you want. If you're willing to face your resistance, if you're willing to embrace the things, the parts of yourself that want to sabotage you and keep you from achieving your next level of who you want to be in your life. And it's really interesting because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of laughing as I'm, I'm channeling this because two years ago, as a matter of fact, um, I was in Bali beautiful mother Bali. And, um, I remember being at this epic, epic training and I was there and I said to God, I said, I really want to bring in my next version of me. And I just called her like my million dollar, you know, queen version of me that is able to, you know, have this epic 
partnership in my life and have a beautiful income and revenue and serve hundred, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of women, all these things. And I asked for that so clearly. And I even remember going to the sacred, like they had this temple and there's these kind of fountains and you go in and you, you put your head under the water and you say a prayer. And I remember I'm like, help me release all the things standing in the way of me being that version, because I felt that version of me when I was at this retreat in Bali, like I was really freaking clear. And then I went to this, you know, say the temple and I asked for everything to be shown, to be presented to me so that, you know, I can deal with what was standing in the way of me having that life. And little did I know when I prayed for that and I like really planted those seeds in the fertile soil of my heart the journey that I would be taken on a journey that still I'm kind of in awe of because when you ask, when you're really clear about what you want, your life will be rearranged and everything standing in the way of that will either be taken from you in some way, or it will be shifted and redirected and it's just part of it and so i think a lot of people when they're doing soul work from the ego it's very controlled it's like i want to work on this thing and i want to fix this part of myself and it's like yeah that's freaking great i love that too but what about when your life like you have to face something that is so challenging and difficult and it's it's facing probably the most shadowy aspects of yourself that that my beautiful friend is when god is saying here i need you to look at this part of yourself so you can step into what you really want and sometimes you know, I think a common thing is, you know, when, when life gets really difficult, we want to quit. We don't want to face that thing. It's, it's hard, right? But really what's begging to be asked for is to face it. And so for me, these last couple of years, it was my relationship that I was in. It was my marriage that I left last year. It was patterns that were occurring that we're no longer serving either one of us, you know, my ex and I, and to be clear, at some point I'm going to do a podcast, you know, that goes deeper into that whole process of divorce and stuff. But for now, I just want to say that it takes two to tango. So, you know, it's, it's so easy for people to, uh, look at, you know, divorces and be like, oh my gosh, you know, did the person give up? Did they really put their all in? I know for me, I put my all in and it was a very harrowing process of really having to face myself because it wasn't just about, you know, things that happened in my marriage. It was really looking at all the patterns and what I allowed and who I was and all the things. And so when I left that relationship, which ironically, 
was a year, but you know, all of it started, the ending was in October last year, a year after I was in Bali. And then here I am a year later, you know, doing this talk with you guys, this chat, and I'm still sitting in the energy of relationship. And now it's relationship to myself. And I can't help but go back and think about what I asked for two years ago to be in, you know, an epic partnership and step into this next level of myself. And I realized this last year that the work that had to be done in order for me to, and I'm, you know, in full transparency, I'm not there yet. I'm not in a, I'm not in partnership and I'm not in, you know, making a million dollars right now. And it's not even about the million dollars. It's about stretching myself into a really grand, amazing vision of what's possible. And I, I encourage all of you to do that. Um, but this year, talk about relationship to self. I mean, I have had to look at the parts of me that were uh, shadowy, if you will, and face the aspects of myself that were sabotaging me. And we all have to do that, right? And there's something really potent about being alone and not having somebody to take that energy away from you. Like the distraction of like, oh, I have this other person in my life. And so I get to go focus on this exciting thing. I had to really look at myself and, you know, uh, face those parts of me uh, that really liked, you know, I've always loved being in partnership. I think it's amazing. I think it's the most incredible near and, and fertile soil to grow. I really do. And I also think there is such a gift in knowing um, the seasons of relationships and the seasons of your life. And some relationships are meant to last a lifetime and some are, they have their expiration date. And I think, you know, the expiration date, when you feel like you've exhausted all your options and you've learned everything that you're supposed to learn. And you know that you can end that soul contract because you showed up fully. And to me, fully means you get to a point where you can look back at the relationship. Like I look back at my relationship with my girls, you know, with their dad, and I can see all the beautiful ways I, 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 I grew. I can see all the ways that he helped me step into the person that I was, you know, meant to be and that I am now. And all of the uh, things that happened between us that were really difficult and challenging to accept them and let them go and realize that was just part of the process. So I think when you can look back at your relationships and uh, come into acceptance and maybe even gratitude, imagine that, right? Gratitude for the fact that you got to have this incredible experience that, that whether it was Let's be real. No relationship is easy. And if it is, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, easy as in it should be fun and joyful, but I think there's a lot of, I don't know, maybe I signed up in my lifetime for a lot of growth within mine, but you know, um, but really just allowing the medicine of that relationship to fully integrate within you 
so that you can move forward and not be bringing that into another relationship. And when we're able to do that, I think we're, we're not walking into another relationship with a bunch of baggage. Right. And I think it's a process. I don't think it's something that happens overnight. I know for me in this entire year, I've gone through a lot of ups and downs and a lot of grieving and a lot of letting go and trying to figure out, um, how to take all that medicine and swallow it and deal with it and be with it and still come from a really loving place. And a lot of what I learned this year about myself was just my own patterns and what I chose into and what my boundaries were. And I think whether you're in a relationship or not, it goes back to what I'm saying. Even if you're in a partnership right now and you think your partner is the one that is to blame or they're doing something wrong, I don't advocate ever of being in a toxic relationship or an abusive relationship. And there's plenty of that that goes around. But what I'm talking about is when you're blaming and complaining about your partner and you're always the victim of the relationship in some way, shape, or form. At some point, we got to take, not at some point, now, this moment, we always have to take accountability and responsibility for how we show up in our lives. This is your life. And so when you ask, just like you want something in your life, and you say, I, I'm planting the seeds for this, this is my intention, you have to be willing to do the work that would allow you to step into the version of you that has that, that can receive that future timeline that already exists in the quantum field. And not be looking at like, why does this keep happening to me? But more of this happened for me. And, and what am I supposed to glean from this? What am I supposed to learn? And really, I think a part of relationship is knowing when something has come to completion, when something is done for whatever reason. And I know I've had some really interesting lessons with this this year. And especially, you know, when we're going through a transformational time, a lot of what we're doing as we evolve may shift and not resonate anymore. And I found that even in my business, I um, looked at my relationship to my business and, and maybe what wants to be uh, ended so I can step into something new and we have to create that space. So I encourage you wherever you are right now in your relationships, most importantly, look at your relationship to yourself and how you're growing and how you're evolving and what needs to be tended to. You know, if you think, go back to the garden, like what, what's growing, what's blooming, what feels really fantastic and you want more of. And what might be that thing that it just isn't gonna, it's just not seeming to grow anymore. It just, it seems like it's done. It needs to be pulled out of your garden. And what are those weeds, those things that are getting in the way of you moving towards your dreams and towards the things that you really want? And most importantly, celebrating, because this is not, it's not easy to always look at ourselves and understand 
the finer nuances of our being. And that's why the universe brings us the relationships that we need in our lives. You know, even if you look at your parents <laughs> and you know, remembering on some level on a soul contract, you chose these, these two people that came, you know, that we're going to help you become the, the person that you are and all the imprinting and all the ancestral energy that you adopted and took on early in your life. And at some point, right, we, we, they're a part of our history, but to always think that we are forever going to be, you know, the product of maybe something that happened, the trauma in our childhood. I don't think we are accounting enough for who we get to be in this present moment and what we're working towards. And so with all of the relationships that we have, always coming back to self, coming back to this quiet of our being and looking at what is showing up. And that's what I'm going to kind of circle back to. So think about your life right now. What is most present? What is the thing that's trying to get your attention? And maybe what are the subtle nuances? And are you tending to that? Are you allowing the divine to work through your life and teach you what you need to learn or deal or embrace with what you need to go through so that you can step into that energy that you've been asking for? And if you're not, why not? Because if you want to get to where you're going, you have to be willing to shift it up. You got to be willing to change and you have to be willing to let go. And honestly, I think that was the scariest part of this, these last couple of years is um, I wasn't prepared for what the divine, I, I always remember, I just <laughs> I always remember a long time ago, well, a couple of years ago, thinking to myself, what if I want something and God asked me to do something that I'm not ready to do? You know, you hear these stories about, about people that, you know, talk about going on spiritual pilgrimages and, you know, they have to like give up all their material possessions and they change their name and they do all these things. Right. And it's like, well, and I was always like, oh my God, what if I say, I want this thing? Is God going to ask me to like, let go of something or give something up that I really love? And I was just so scared of that because I think on a, on a deep soul level, I knew, I knew I was going to have to give something up. And so when that came for me, when that, that voice inside of me was like, it's time to leave your marriage. It's time to, to, to choose, you know, a different path. I was so scared because my human self was not necessarily like I knew it and I knew I had to let go, but it was just, I was comfortable. So think of all the ways in your life right now, you're so comfortable, right? But you know, something's not right. And are you going to honor the voice of your soul? Or are you going to like, just choose the comforts of your human life because you're too goddamn scared to change. And you're not going to get to where you want to go if you do that. 
you have to be willing to boldly risk and, and take leaps of faith that are going to make you question your life and your reality. And you're going to have moments where you're going to grieve and you're going to go, why did I do that? And I say that because I have gone through that. I have faced that. I have faced the scared little inner child in me that doesn't want to be alone and didn't want to be, uh, you know, facing all her greatest, deepest fears. And I remember a year ago when I was doing a medicine journey and I had to sit in that energy for six hours in a, in a medicinal ceremony and face my inner child and my codependency that I had that was very human. And I knew that it, in order to like really love myself, like really love myself, I was going to have to do something that was so radically different and hurt people that loved me. But I knew that if I didn't do that, like a part of me would die. And it doesn't have to be that big for you, right? But it might be. And when you decide to let God lead and help you, you know, like really be a, a vessel of divinity, you will let go of things. Things will come to completion. Things will shift up. But this is the key. So you can lead the most epic limitless life that you can imagine so that you can be on the edge of your seat with excitement going, Oh my God, I can't believe this is my life because it gets to be fucking great and amazing, but you have to trust yourself and you have to trust the information coming through your being. And that means you have to be in sacred relationship to yourself and the divine. And for me, you know, sitting here, two years after Bali, one year after my medicine journey, one year after, you know, the end of my marriage, I can tell you on the other side is miracles. I can tell you it's not been easy. There's been moments that are really challenging, like I said. And then there's been moments that have been absolutely beyond anything that I ever could have imagined. And I think that's what this life is really about. I think that's when relationship to self gets really potent. And I think that's when we're really choosing to live a life that is so goddamn meaningful and so just full of true worthiness, understanding that the divine flowing through us is always leading us to our best and our highest good. So. So much fun getting to chat with you. If you feel like you are ready to go deeper in relationship to yourself, I invite you. I have a couple one-on-one -on -one spaces and I have my mastermind that's going to be starting in January. Both of these are deep containers where I bring all of my gifts and expertise to help you navigate your life so that you are able to let go and see yourself in 
the ways that are going to allow you to choose you and to create your most limitless life. So reach out to me if you're interested in learning more about that, and I'll send you an application. I'm actually going to put it in the show notes, but I hope you have an amazing rest of October and really are willing to choose you. Thank you for joining me today. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends, share the love and stay luminous and brave. Until next time, this is Donnell with Soften Podcasts.